The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hey everybody, welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March and I am here today with Ms. Meredith Deeds. Yes. In studio. We made it through. We, did. we made it through the storm. It's pretty good out there. Hopefully you guys are you're are listening in today and you're hunkering down and hopefully all of your, you know, kids' activities got canceled. With a nice <laughs> cup of hot chocolate. And they're outside in their snowsuits just sort of burrowing. Having fun. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of the good stuff. We do have a call that we uh hung over from the Ask Stephanie portion, so let's get Laura on the line. Hey Laura, what's going on today? Laura, are you there? Did we get her? I'll take our question. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. We're still kind of working out some of the kinks on these phone <laughs> situations. Um, we have been talking about how we love all of the um, the things that you can make during a snow day, the things that you're sort of like given permission yes. to have, uh, you know, sort of like Just a big cooking day. Kitchen and yeah. Turn the oven pajamas. on. Yes. Yeah. And cook in your pajamas. You're right. right. There's no reason to get dressed. No, there is no reason. <laughs> or put on makeup or even shower. No. Just, you know, maybe brush your teeth. Right. That'd maybe nice. brush your teeth to be nice to other people. Yes. What do we got, Hopi? Laura is looking for a good recipe for hot chocolate. Oh. Yes. Okay. Mm. How do you feel about this? I'm sort of a definitely a boil the milk on the stove. If you're looking for a recipe for hot chocolate, to me that means milk or cream even. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I actually, my method has always been just taking like the baking, like the cocoa powder. Right. Like hot cocoa powder mm-hmm. or not hot cocoa powder, but cocoa. Right. And then uh, kind of mixing it with sugar and a little bit of butter. You know, Ooh, and like butter. melt that together and make a little bit of paste like right. that. And then adding, kind of slowly cooking in the milk with it. Sure. And, and that's the easiest it. way. Like if you just put uh, cocoa and sugar in milk, that cocoa is going to float on on the top. Yeah, you can't do that. And it's you have very to make a hard paste. to incorporate. You have to make a paste. So either butter is a great idea yeah. or uh, especially salted butter, yeah. like a little bit of salt in it. So you've got your cocoa powder, yep. your sugar. And then a little bit of just a pinch of salt or salted butter to make that paste. You could use a little bit of milk to make the paste too, just a little bit. Yep. But um but all of those things would be be good. And and what's gonna make them great is if you have enough fat in that milk. Yep. Like it's gotta be whole milk or cream or half and half something. Yeah, half and half combination or whatever you're doing there. And also, and of course we're all hunkered down, so you're probably not gonna make a special trip, but um Good cocoa is so is so important. It's so important. It's like yes. good butter. Like it just is. spend the extra and it's not that much different at the store. Like it, so what's your favorite brand? So I'm I'm going to look it up now. I want to say it's it's <laughs> Is it the Guitard or whatever? No. No. Oh, it's one you haven't probably heard of. Um and I want to make sure I get it right. I think it's Gerbs. G E R B S cocoa powder and it's a natural cocoa powder or a dutch and it's a full fat mm. cocoa powder because you can have cocoa yep. powders differ in, in yep. content and um and it is so rich and lovely in flavor and i order it off of um amazon and you could probably find it in other places but it is really really nice that's not the only one though there's plenty in the store that are good and you know guitars yeah. or 
Um, Pure Deli. Pure Deli. Scharfenberger. Scharfenberger is my favorite. Yeah. I like Scharfenberger. All really good. Um, okay. Guess what time it is. Time for top two in hour two. Yay. Give me the old one. All right, this is the time where we talk about a couple of things that we are just maybe a little obsessed with this week yeah. or things that are occupying our headspace. So why don't you go ahead? What's your first one? Okay. Um, have you ever been to the library for a drink? <laughs> Which library? Because there used to be a bar called the library, (laughs) and that was a scary place. (laughs) Well, there is actually a place. So, have you ever been down to the library in Mercy's? Oh, yes. Yes. It is one of my favorite winter destinations. What a great idea. You're right. Good call out. It is sexy and dark, and it's the perfect lighting. Like, if you're on a date and you want to go to a place that's going to make you look good, go to the library. So, it's in Mercy, which is a wonderful, you know, restaurant. It's in, um, on, like, 9th and Hennepin, I think. And, um, it is uh, Mike Rakin and Abby Rakin are the owners, and they're the nicest, nicest people. But the library is down in, you go walk in the restaurant and then go downstairs. Yeah. And um, it is, a, it's got some music sometimes. Taco Tuesdays, if you've not been there. So Gustavo Romero is the, is his uh, chef there. Yeah. And, uh, he's from Hidalgo, Mexico uh-huh. and he imports heirloom corn and makes his own nixtamel, which is how you make masa, which is what you make corn tortillas out of. He makes his, he does the full thing, makes his own tortillas, makes, makes it all himself and makes delightful tacos on Tuesdays. I don't think they're doing it this Tuesday, but ever because they've got a private event, but every other Tuesday, if you're craving tacos, Go down to the library. They don't serve it up at the restaurant. No, it's not part of the restaurant. You, you have to go, go to the barn. And they are delicious. And so. he's also the chef that did the Travail uh, Mexican pop-up there, too. So, like, if you had his stuff there, yeah, beautiful flavors and wonderful. Really nice. The library is really cozy. It's so It's cozy. like dark leather couches. And the lighting is all, like, that burnt umber sort of beautifulness that makes all of our skin so it pretty. so lovely. Yes. I'm telling you, it's, it's a great, especially in the winter when you want to feel cozy. Yeah. That is it's, the coziest it's, bar in town. It's the bar equivalent of a sweater. It is. <laughs> I think that's basically it. Of a really, a really sexy really sweater. Really sexy, great, like yes. comfy, but beautiful sweater. Exactly. I like that. The okay. library. That's your first one. My first one is going to be uh, actually quesadillas. Because, you know, I mean, a lot of you guys know, because you guys are longtime listeners who are, you know, pals. You guys know that I like, it's hard for me to turn down a quesadilla. I, I think the taco fascination in the world is great. And there's like people who go nuts and write Bibles about tacos. Why not the quesadilla? And I think it's mainly because I am a short northern girl who wants cheese. <laughs> I want more cheese. And that's a quesadilla, yes, basically. Exactly. So I think I can help with all of that. Um, I had a quesadilla at Norseman Distillery that changed kind of my whole view i saw the the instagram picture uh-huh. and it was kind of mysterious yes well there's two i have two i've had two quesadillas this week. oh well i may have mixed <laughs> two up two my... amazing quesadillas the first one uh i'm not gonna tell you where yet a lot of people figured it out but i just because i'm gonna do a thing about it so we're gonna have to wait you're just gonna have to hold on that one okay but the second one is this one at this new taco truck at parked at norseman distillery called i heart tacos okay and he did a quesadilla but he 
it like topped it. It was kind of an open face quesadilla, which in a weird way is almost like a tostada, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. basically, you're taking a tortilla and you're mm-hmm. griddling it and he has all the cheese on top of it. And then it was he put on pork belly and chicken and oh. a couple of eggs and guacamole oh. and, you know, chili de arbol. I this, Why not? And is he not folding it? No. Well, then maybe it is a tostada. It's kind of a tostada, <laughs> but it's called the El Primo, Ooh. and it's a que- and they call it a quesadilla. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with whatever you want. Whatever do with you want to call like, it, as long as it's got a tortilla, yeah, and cheese, a and lot all of good cheese. Stuff. I think it's the cheese because it is a quesadilla. Yes. So let's not scrimp that, on the cheese. Let's the not. Point. Yeah, that's the key component. Yeah. But I kind of felt like you know it's funny because I thought that was a whole nother way of looking at the potentials for it. So sure, I'm that in. sounds delicious. I'm in and Norseman's. Yeah, so it's story. a Norseman distillery. Their tr- their truck. They just launched the truck and the truck is parked there. So for perpetuity, so you can just go and hang out and check them out. And I think they're open like Thursday through sa- Sunday or maybe, but but check them out. Okay. What's your second one? All right. Okay. So um, I have a, there's a new man in my life who's stolen my heart away. (laughs) And it's not Dave. And it's not Dave. (laughs) His name is not Dave. Um, His name is Tiny Chef. And if you're not familiar with this uh, viral sensation, the Tiny Chef Show. Um, you got to get on this right now. I I found him on Instagram, but I think he's got a you know it's a YouTube and 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 when I say him, he's a little tiny, uh, puppet like stop action animation uh guy done by some very talented people, and he's adorable with his own little language. Um, it's the most adorable thing ever. So if you need to put a smile on your face. Tiny Chef is the way to do it. Is he just on YouTube? Is that what you're well, saying? Uh, or well, it- he's got a YouTube channel. It's got yeah. a YouTube channel. It's also a website. He literally has merch that you can buy. He wears an adorable little apron. He's this little tiny green... Um, he's made of felt. Yeah. This is like an man. animated yeah. felt, felt thing. thing. A craft come yeah, to life. It's a little bit like a, a green felt snowman on little tiny skinny legs with little <laughs> arms. Right. He's and round. He's, he's like, he's made of balls. Hat that he wears. <laughs> yeah. And an adorable kind of Swedish, remember the Swedish chef on yes. the Muppets? Sort of, sort of like that language. Yeah. Where you can't really understand anything, but like every <laughs> fifth word he says, you understand. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal, you guys. We are going to queue this up for. We have some samples of, of yes. sweet little tiny chef. We're going to queue it up in the in the in, a, in later this hour because right. we are going to do a what to watch while the sauce yeah, is bubbling. Yeah, you have to stay tuned just to listen yeah. to this <clears throat> because I do want to have time to play it, and I know that we are short on time. So yes. we're going to take a quick break now. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some instant pot love because I feel like we haven't given the instant pot as much love as it needs to be, and a lot of you guys are uh, joining our weekly dish instant potters, the Facebook group that we have. Um, there's like so many after Christmas. So I wanted to kind of jump in and talk a little bit about that. So we'll be right back. We will give you guys some tiny chef. You just have to stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish. Everybody. Welcome back to weekly dish. We are, uh, thanks for joining us today. We are going to talk a little bit about the thing that so many people are still so very obsessed with. And I gotta, I gotta love it. You know what I mean? Which is of course the instant pot. Yes. Um, we, uh, have, I was trying to find the, my page for the weekly instant dish, uh, dishers to tell you how many on the weekly dish instant potter page, which is a Facebook group that we kind of keep and hold. Um, we have 
Oh, we're up to 6,700 members, you guys. Wow. I can't even. That is, that blows that me away. That is an unbelievable thing. I know. And it's, it's, and it's. And it's on Facebook? It's on Facebook. It's Weekly Dish Instant Potters. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you have to, like, send a thing to ask to join. And I just, you know, automatically confirm you um, to join. So if you don't get it right away, it's just because I haven't seen the notification yet. But I got to tell you that there are, and we have a couple of great posters who do a lot of activity on it. And then we have a lot of people, but we mostly have people who are just there to ask questions and to answer. And our ask and answer, you know, ratio on here is amazing. We have a ton of people who, you know, someone said the other day she couldn't figure out why her ribs weren't working. Right. Or, you know, what I can do, you know, what did I do wrong with this? And so many people just, you know, basically pop in and say, what about this? What about this? I tried this. I tried this. Right, right. So it truly is a community in the best sense. I really, really enjoy it. I so, love that. And there's what's I think also what's awesome is that you can you can share your wins, you can share your losses, and you can search for recipes because a lot of people come on. So here's the deal. After Christmas, we had two diff- we had two big pushes. We got the immediately Christmas push, which everyone was like opening their instant pots sure. and getting excited. Because everyone got one. Everyone got one. And then afterwards, we kind of died down. And then I think we just got another one because I think people are going, okay, now I'm going to use it. Right. (laughs) Like they can take some time and people are still scared of it. They're still scared. A lot of people are scared of, you know, the the pressure cooker thing. Right. It's a little bit. So it feels so safe and easy with the instant pot. It does. It really, really does. And I think there's so many great, great things to, uh, to make that you can't that it's so different that it's um it's it, to me it's not about um to me it just makes everything easier you know what right. i mean like i can put in the frozen chicken and be done in 20 minutes sure. like and i can do you know i do my congee i do in that in the instant pot i do i don't do broth in the instant pot necessarily but i know a lot of people oh, do. do yeah that's your I big think it's thing terrific yeah i mean yeah it totally works for and you know of it course does. the eggs it's just even, you know what I mean? The eggs everyone talks about. Yeah, everyone's into that. Um, what is your favorite Instant Pot thing to make? Well, so the things I do the most frequently in the Instant Pot is I make yogurt in it all the time. Yeah, you do. I love to make homemade yogurt. And if you and haven't are you, done that. Are you so good at it now? It's just like so fast and so easy? It's so easy. Yeah, I don't even think about it. Yeah. So, um, you know, you just got to put it in there and and you'll follow the instructions that yeah. the Instant Pot has. But um, but you don't have to worry over it. It takes a long time, but you can walk away from it. Do it while you're sleeping. It yeah. doesn't matter. Right. And you wake up and you got yogurt. I love anything that transforms, like from a liquid to a solid. To a solid. <laughs> Suddenly. It's magic. It's magic. Or science. <laughs> or science. It's same magic same. science. Same thing. Um, so I like to do that. But I'm really all about the stocks because I actually think that it's a better to do almost all, not every stock, but almost all stocks. Um. Uh, in the instant pot, and because that pressure drives, you know, the liquid through the ingredients essentially, and you just extract so much flavor and yeah. gelatin and all, it just makes a really lovely stock. So if I have a choice between doing it on the stove, even if I have the time, or doing it in the instant pot, I do it in the instant pot. Really? Because mm-hmm. it's much better. Because it it's better. just more flavorful. It just is interesting. I, in fact, I have. Um, if you go to the Star Tribune dot uh, com, their taste section mm-hmm. I, in my soup, I um, it, on the online version there is a a instant pot stock recipe. Oh, okay. 
Okay, that's so, great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and I know a lot of people like the people who make stocks frequently for, you know, a paleo kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They say that it's just so much better than you don't have your have to have your house completely smelling like sure. stock all the time. Sure. So that's kind of no, this is good. Um, as far as healthiness goes, that was when I first found the pressure cooker. You know, it was I have an old pressure cooker too, the kind that I screams at you. Yes. You know what I mean? And that freaks you out. But it um, the entire reason for that was because I had um, an Indian cook tell me that she thought that that the reason that so many good Indian recipes are because it it keeps pressure cooking like what you're saying intensifies and keeps more of the flavor in the food and also more of the vitamins. I know that that a lot of Indian cooks love their pressure cooker. Right. Um, And so I think that that's kind of an interesting idea, too. There's a lot of ways when we're eating healthy in January Mm -hmm. to start thinking about, you know, maybe not just doing something that's low-cal or low-carb, but it's it's like healthier by giving you a more nourishing sure. piece of food. Sure. Um, one thing, I you know, there's a local uh, f- there's a local blogger named Lee Hirsch. Do you know Lee at all? I don't think I do. See, I don't either. She's a friend of, I mean, I know friends who know her, and she is, uh, I think her, her website is called Fit Foodie Finds, okay. and we've never had her on the show. We should totally do. But she has uh, 42 healthy Instant Pot recipes mm. that I was going to post for you guys. And it's, you know, it's everything from, uh, you know, chicken recipes uh, to steel cut oats. Do you ever do the oats? I have done oats knit, and, and yeah, it does work well. The 10-minute steel-cut oats. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good one because it does cut some of the time out of there. Right. Seriously. Yeah. You know, and then she's got Instant Pot. You know, obviously the shredded chicken is pretty easy. You know, sure. just easy to do, and then that kind of works out. Um, but she's got some cashew chicken in there. She's got... Uh, Instant Pot Butternut Squash. I've heard a lot of people say that that's the way to cook butter squash hmm. now, is that it kind of gives it, it softens it. You don't even have to peel it. You know what I mean? Right. Or even cut it until what? it's cooked. What? Yeah, so put it in the Instant Pot the hole, and then when it comes out, you can cut it, and it's and not, you don't have to like... Out? Wow. Deal with all of Ooh, that hard we stuff. We have to get one that will fit in there, though, right? This is the thing. Yeah, a small one. <laughs> a smaller one. Um, but a lot of great stuff. Tuscan turkey soup. She's got, you know, uh, she's got some interesting Korean beef bowl recipes in there. So I'm going to throw Yum. those up that are just kind of a good thing. But here's the other thing I'm always, I'm craving in the winter times is spiciness. Ooh, yes. And I am always kind of looking to see if there's a good spicy hot recipe. Have you ever made this? I guess this firecracker chicken is a very popular Instant Pot recipe. I have not made it. Okay. So it's it's sort of a, a difference, or I guess it's sort of a sriracha honey you know, sort of mix that I think a lot of people people love that flavor profile. Wow, do they ever? They do. There's a lot, and I'm I'm not you know I'm not as much I don't have a lot of sweet and savory kind of going together. I'm definitely more savory, uh-huh. but every once in a while, especially with a little bit of spice to it, right. I, I can handle like a little bit of sweetness in it. Um, but this one is really interesting in just the fact of. It's a. It's basically. It's like fifteen minutes. You know, plus tens sure. for natural right. release, and it's just chicken broth with uh, boneless, skinless chicken thighs. We talked about this. Uh, sriracha, brown sugar, soy sauce, garlic, and that's it. And a little bit of cornstarch right. in your in your water. That's that's very very simple. Isn't that crazy? It's a great pantry and get like a really good nice. It's got a nice kind of sauciness to it, and the sriracha. I think if you can use any kind of garlic paste or whatever, that's always good too. Yeah. So there you go, guys. So the Instant Pot, remember, Weekly Dish Instant Potters. Just join the group. Ask all the questions. Send us a note. We are uh, 
We will do our best to kind of get back to you and help you with all of the right tools and tricks and tips. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hello, dishers. It's Stephanie Hansen, and I know that we've talked about the fact that I'm a breast cancer survivor. And before I was diagnosed, I was always pretty careful about eating organic produce. I bought hormone-free meat, but the one thing I never thought about was what I was putting on my skin or the deodorant I was using, and what you put on your body is as important as what you put in it. The United States allows many toxic ingredients that other countries do not allow in their skincare and makeup lines, but when you shop at Lakewinds Co-op, all their makeup and skincare is carefully evaluated. Evaluated, and they only allow items that are free of parabens, triclosan, and many other ingredients that they ban from their store. So you don't have to look at all the labels and try to figure out what has chemicals and what doesn't. Just get all of your makeup and your body products at Lakewinds Co-op because they've got clean skincare and makeup. They have a variety of price points and no membership is required to shop Lakewinds. Everyone is welcome to shop at the co-op. So shop Lakewinds in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield, and they have delivery from Instacart. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We are uh, we were just jamming on Instant Pot, and in the break, Meredith and I were talking about cheesecakes in yes. the Instant Pot. She just said she just made one. I did. I made actually I made one for Thanksgiving. I made a pumpkin one, and yep. then uh, and, and you then have I made to a have regular one. You have to have a pan. You have to have a special little do, well, spring it's, form it, pan. It's, it's more the size. You have to have a small spring form. So if you have a six inch spring form, you can use that. Yeah. Doesn't have to be special to in, to Instant Pots. My, no, 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 right? It does. Right. It just has to be... My, I just don't have a spring form that one. fits. I didn't either. I had to get one. Yeah, I gotta go get one. But it's cheap on... on instant are on uh instant on instant amazon instant amazon <laughs> that's probably right very true <laughs> yeah but that's i and i there was i'm trying to find this chocolate cheesecake recipe that we that i talked about because it looked really good and then i was like oh i don't have a pan you know for the instant pot right so that seems like something i could maybe find for all of y'all i'll work on that um okay so we were going to talk about we wanted to talk today about um shows that you get to watch or that you should watch or things you should do maybe podcasts or the whole thing while you're cooking. while you're cooking like stuff for the kitchen and of course I'll shout out again if you guys need a soundtrack the Boiling Bones soundtrack on Spotify under Jake Larson is Ooh. I keep adding to it people Jake. it's like it's it's like the cooking soundtrack that you absolutely need and oh, I think I'm on that oh yeah we are I like get that it's like going. 400 songs strong basically so it's something Ooh, that we're, we keep adding to it. There's no way you're going to get bored with it. Um, but I kind of want to talk about Tiny Chef again because yes. I really wanted to talk a little bit about it and get some clips in you on it. You have to hear it to appreciate it. Okay, so if you missed the top two in hour two, Meredith has found this little dude on YouTube. He's also got a website. Yeah. He's called Tiny Chef and he's this little... Instagram's where I... Is I, that where you found him? I follow him on okay. Instagram. So he found... you. If you find him, he is this little ro- round felt thing. Right. And Hopi, you've got a little clip here. Oh, he sounds like a Jawa. Like he sounds like a Jawa from Star Wars. Bechamel sauce. Bechamel sauce. Oh my god! Oh, he's so cute. So it's nonsense, obviously. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It'll just put a smile on your face. 
if because if, he's running around cooking things. Yeah, he's doing. Well, he does all kinds of things. He, and he like he has he has people send him pictures that they've drawn. So every Friday he does Fine Art Friday. <laughs> And he takes his little stick and he just kind of points out, you know, uh, the different parts of the picture and describes it. It's so funny. Oh, my God. He's got a huge following. There's even like, um, oh, what is her name from The Good Place? Uh, Kristen Bell. Oh, yeah. She, like, is a huge fan. So there's a there's a one of his videos is him and Kristen Bell just spending the day together on Skype. Oh, my God. It is hilarious. Wow. So really, wow. really, if you need to laugh. Escape. Yes. You, or you're cooking and you and you have 20 seconds to watch an adorable video. Yeah. Just pull him up on Instagram and you'll see all of his stuff. Oh, there. God. He's just precious. It's so great. It's so great. So I and I have a friend who is she's so obsessed with him that she has a framed signed picture of him on her desk. Yes. Yes. My friend Lucy. <laughs> I was like, who is that? And what is she's like? You don't know Tiny Chef? I was like, no. And so we had to dive right into it. A little bit. She loves him. Yes, as do I. Oh, my God. I love it. So, okay. So if you're thinking about diving into that, that's a good thing to do. Um, That's a lot of fun. I'm going to put a shout out again for my Taco Chronicles that I want you guys to watch because that's on Netflix and it still is, you know, a couple. I've got to watch that. You do. And it's just, it's so interesting. And especially, like I said, I'm into quesadillas right now. So, like, this is sort of in the wheelhouse of that. But it's. You know, understanding barbacoa and El Pastor mm-hmm. and all the carnitas and where that all comes from and how it's all done. There's so it much. makes you want to get to Mexico and eat real. Oh you know my what gosh, I mean? I'm so hungry. I know. I know you're so hungry. So sorry. That's what happens. <laughs> the show makes you hungry. Um, what about, uh, do you have any podcasts that you're loving or listening to? Well, there's, um, I get a big kick out of the Bon Appetit. Uh, YouTube channel. Oh, We're talking right. about YouTube. I, yeah. You know, I listen to, on podcasts, I listen to Milk Street Kitchen. Yeah. Um, Chris Kimball, and also, uh, also The Proof, which is the American, or, um, yeah, America's Test Kitchen folks, yeah, too. Yeah, They're the same family, right. although it's broken up now. <laughs> it's broken up. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blended family in your life, right? Lots of good information there. Yeah, that is true. And, um, and there's, you know, I always like Sporkful, which is Dan, uh, oh my God, Pashman from New York. You know, uh-huh. he's got one of the number one rated, you know, podcasts. And he has done some really interesting deep dives into food culture and things like that. Right. And so he's a lot of fun. He came to town on the tour and he did an interview with Ann Kim, which was fun. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, but Sporkful is a fun, it's just a really, and it's been, I mean, like, he's one of the, I feel like one of the OG podcasters, you know? Right. And, you know, he won a James Beard Award last year, and I remember them talking about how, you know, in his mind, he was like, it has taken a long time to get here. And in the the youngness of podcasting. Sure. But as far as we've all discovered it, there's been people who have been doing it for so, so long. Um, Dave Chang, the Dave Chang show. Yeah. Have you listened listened to his podcast? I have. I listened to him uh, initially. Then I kind of just kind of... um, I don't know. Didn't have the time and stopped. But but he is interesting if you like to hear sort of the back. He's Mama Fuko and yes, um, yep. very famous. Well, and ugly delicious is ugly a delicious. thing to watch again yes. and again. Yes, uh, and so it's on Netflix, right? Yep. And um, and he's just this uh, famous chef now, and he talks a lot about the behind the scenes on restaurants and yeah. He kind of talks about restaurant culture, you know, and and things that are that affect restaurants that isn't just like, you know, 
kind of showy, glammy right. stuff. So right. I like that about that. I haven't yeah. listened to his podcast, I'll be honest, but I've yeah, seen the transcripts of him. Yes. Um, so if you want to watch a movie and then get into something else, if you haven't watched Chef, the food truck movie <laughs> yeah. with John Favreau, um, you should watch that. And then you should watch the Chef show. Which I is, have, seen that. have you seen that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the movie Chef was John Favreau right. as a chef who gets, you know, kind of loses his way and then opens a food truck and kind of climbs his way back to credibility. And then the best part is, is that the person who helped him with the food on the show, the consulting chef was actually Roy Choi. And Roy Choi is, uh, you know, on the yes. West Coast, he's yes. the guy who basically he's, invented Korean tacos. Right, the, and, the big fusion taco yeah. food truck yeah. thing. And so he is, uh, he's a guy who, um, uh, Koji is the name of the food truck, I think. But anyway, right. he and John became good friends over the filming of the show. And then they decided they wanted their own food show. So they have the chef show, right? which is where they kind of really dig into some of the great food that they made on the show yes, on, in the movie. Yes. But then they take it even farther and do even more cooking. And they cook with, they cook with celebrities, which that's fine. You know, I right. mean, I don't have this big need to have celebrities all over my business, but I do love he, they make this grilled cheese sandwich, you guys. Like, wow. if you've made a grilled cheese sandwich and you think, yeah, I mean, I can make a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. They show you a way to make it just with the griddling and the butter and the whole thing that makes you, like, think that, that there's no other way to make a grilled cheese sandwich ever again. And it's gorgeous and it's beautiful and it will make you make a grilled cheese sandwich. That is excellent. I know. I know. Uh, uh, shameless plug. I yeah. am making the most delicious grilled cheese sandwich in my column next week. It started me on the French onion soup. It's called a French onion grilled cheese, and it's got a crusty Parmesan oh, thing on the outside. Oh, it is so good. Yeah. Really caramelized onions, and then Gruyere and cheddar, and then and then butter, and then I press Parmesan cheese on the outside, and it creates this kind of frico crust. <gasps> It oh, was yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. Next week, start to be and look for that. Okay. I think that there's something. I, actually, going from like a soup story to, to a grilled, grilled cheese, cheese story, this seems right. This yes, seems correct it's all, to me. It's all, it's all fair. It's all fair. What else do you like to watch when um, you're cooking? You know, I, I, you know, it's like I kind of also, <laughs> I'm going to put a, I'm going to put one thing in for a binge that has nothing to do with food. Okay. Because I've been meaning to do this for a long time and I haven't done it, but um, it's watching. Infinity War and Endgame back to back. <laughs> so this is a potential six hours of superheroes. Yes. And like that's a thing that I think I could only do if I'm, you know, doing like a big project right. alongside of it. Like I made ravioli the other day and I kind of was thinking I should have done that while I was doing it because my ravioli were, were fine. But uh, by the way, I made the kale pesto for the Bon Appetit. From did you see that last week? They had a big kale pesto push. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> was it not good? Huh? Not good. Wow. It was, wow. and it just was. It was just not what I wanted, or yeah. what we all wanted. Sure. You know, I would say that. Sure. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't like to say things are bad. I said we just didn't appreciate it. Wasn't it. at the yeah at the moment. But yeah. so I like to watch big epic movies when I'm cooking. Yes. That maybe have nothing to do like. Yeah, like sense and sensibility. Yeah. Or oh yeah, you, know, some, you can watch all the Lord of the Rings. Thing. Lord of the Rings, yes. <laughs> while you're making bolo. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. So, exactly. That's a fun thing. And also to have it on in the background is kind of like fun to kind of dip in and dip out, so that you don't it's something you know, so you don't have to like pay too much attention, but sure. then you get entertained by it. Yes, I do love that. Yeah, I do too. Okay, cooking and watching. Cooking and watching while the sauce is simmering. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to wrap it up for you and talk about uh, the moral of the story. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish.
Hey everybody, welcome back to the Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. It, was, uh, it looks like the sun is actually peeking out. What? I know, I can't even stand it. I don't even know what to tell you. That looks just amazing. So wow. hopefully, you know, maybe this is the towel, though I know that there's a little bit of a blowy situation out there with the wind, so just be careful. Um, we have mm. had a great show, you guys. If you need any of the intel that we've talked about from soups yes. to Instant Pot Madness, all the good stuff, Remember, you can always podcast. You can always find us on the podcast and listen up and, uh, you know, dig through it in your own time. And however you need to hit pause, write some stuff down and rewind. Um, And then also, if you send us questions, you know, via Facebook or Twitter or anything else, just remember, we try to get answers to everybody. Sometimes it takes us a little bit. (laughs) Sometimes it's it can happen. Sometimes the filter happens where like it doesn't pop up or, you know, all those things. (laughs) takes a little while so um so here's some stuff happening around town this week it's as much as this weekend is feels like a hunkery down you still can go out if you want to it is possible it is possible they are plowing the roads here yes and in fact uh today at bad weather brewing if you want to get down over there they have the release of the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press Beer, the Treasure Hunt Dark Cream oh, Ale. Oh, every year. Because of the Puck Hunters, That's right? That's right. All the Medallion Hunters that are. On this show oh. last year. Oh, fun. Fun. Yes. The hunt for the medallion is real, and it is an entire subculture. You do it. I have done it in the past. Yes. I haven't done it in a long time because <laughs> now I'm all like sucked into my suburb on the other side of town. Right, but right. I but I mean it takes dedication, man. There are people who win this medallion and it's like ten thousand dollars. So it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. But uh today they are def they've released the Treasure Hunter Dark Cream Ale. And uh my friend Jess Fleming, who from the Pioneer Press, she right. will be pouring beer at the ice bar there. So go say hi to her. Um it's a lot of fun. I think the community of Puck Hunters is real. It's also I, a little terrifying because it does get competitive. I bet ten thousand dollars money. Exactly. Um, happy birthday today to Milk Jam Creamery. Oh yeah, that's right, guys. Is there anything more northern than? Uh, I love the Milk Jam. Than an ice cream shop that opens in January. It's so great. My my middle son was among their first crew. You know, like oh god, right? He got right as they opened, got a job there, and oh my gosh, oh, he worked there for a couple of years. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. Love the milk jam. Yeah. The milk jam is right. So they are doing, you know, I think they've probably already passed through their first 50 humans through the doors today. You get a free treat, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure when they open. So maybe they haven't, oh, but they might not, they might not be open yet, but I'm just saying I it's still a good thing. Um, here's what's happening at Abel brewing today, which I think is a kind of a groovy combination. First of all, during the day, like starting at noon, they have the twin cities record show. will be there selling vinyl. And so they, ah. yeah, I know that's a group, groovy group that just kind of hangs out and they have a whole bunch of vinyl that you can buy and they play records and it's just sort of kind of a good chill thing. Mm-hmm. And then later, uh, Centro from, and Popova, which is up the street, is actually coming down the street and they're going to pop up inside the brewery. Oh, whoa. I know. That's a, that's a deal. That's a deal. Yeah. Like I, tacos, burritos, oh, we've nachos, quesadillas. I know. I know. It's definitely a theme. Yes. Definitely a thing. Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Um, happening at the Lexington is the Fancy Hot Dish Competition. <gasps> Tomorrow. 
tomorrow. Right? So if you want to get try out some fancy hot dish from area restaurants like Grey Dock and In Bloom and Zamboni's Pizza. So do you, they're just having it inside the inside Lex. Inside the Lex. So they all make a special hot dish and then you pay 50 bucks and you walk around and you sample everybody's hot dish. And oh. I think that there's a judging and a winner. People's choice and a voting. Hmm. Uh, that's I'm a lot sure, of hot dish. That's a lot of hot dish. It's a lot of hot dish. Sure, it'll be delightful. But here's the thing that Meredith and I were both kind of thinking, which is a really fun thing. On Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, um, at Kieran's Kitchen, where you just had a great breakfast sandwich. Oh, yes. They are hosting food trivia at the food building. Like, Trivia oh, Mafia, yeah. you know, like, they have Park and Rex nights. They have all sorts of trivia things. They're doing food trivia. I had no idea. I... I Let's be shocked at how long it's taken someone to do this. I don't like, know. They why have it's movies, they have music, all of that stuff. I'm like, yeah, I got maybe five percent knowledge on that one. Right. I don't I really can't do the music. I'm horrible at it. Oh, but we can movies, nail the food stuff. But though. I mean, like, you can totally kick butt at this, I think. We all eat. We know food. I know. Everybody. I think we should form some teams. I think we Okay. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Don't do it without me. I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm on Whatever team. <laughs> okay, I can't do it this weekend, but I think they're doing it on one Tuesday a month or something like that. Oh, that'd be fun. And you form a team, you have to register, and it's like five bucks per person on your team to register, blah, right. blah, blah. But there's food and drink and hanging out and all that kind of stuff. I really believe that, like, food trivia, we should make this happen. And Weekly Dishers, you guys should kill it. You, you should, should kill it. all be there. Yeah. It should be Team we, Dishers. We should dominate. I know. <laughs> I kind of feel like I shouldn't go because I'll get all snobby about it and be like, I'm the best. And then what will happen is that I won't know things right. and then I'll feel real stupid. <laughs> it's amazing to find out how much you don't know. I know. The things trivia. that you think you know <laughs> that you don't know. Oh, my God. For sure. So those are kind of some of the fun stuff that's going on this weekend. What are you doing today? I the rest am, of your day? Yeah, no, I'm going to... Oh, I want to go see the movie 1917. Oh, you, you do, yeah. Yeah, huh? I'm, I'm going to go do that. I'm trying to catch up on all my Oscar. What do you think about that? I'm oh, just goodness. sort of like, I haven't... There's, I, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw... I, I just saw the Joker. I haven't Joker. seen anything oh, else. Oh, I did okay. see Joker. I, I saw Joker, and, and I like Joker, but the one that blew me away was Parasite. So I was going to watch that last night, and I realized I couldn't rent it. So you I have to f- pay attention. You can't cook and watch Parasite. No. You have to be focusing. Is it scary? Is it? It's not scary. Okay. It's, it's not scary. And but it's very thought provoking. Not really. Okay. It's it's very thought provoking. It's different than you think it is. Oh, okay. And so, but you have to watch it and focus on it. And afterwards, and I won't go into the. I don't want to spoil it, but um. My my son and I, who's home from still home still home from yeah. college. Mm. That J term man, <laughs> it's man, a long one. it's a long one. Yeah, um, we had long talk about it, and it was it was really interesting. So fun to watch, you know. But when you have time to really watch it, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, nineteen seventeen, and then I've got uh, gonna make I'm gonna make a big meal for my family. I have no idea what yet. Okay, I have no clue. No clue. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I just like a big old pot of salt. I did make chili the other day, you guys, and I have to tell you that because I was making it and like Jake and I were going to have dinner. Right. And then he had to run up to the school to finish this project with friends. And so he was like, well, just let's eat after. And I'm like, that's cool. So I just let it sit and simmer and simmer and simmer. Right. And which I feel like we never get to do because it's always like, make the chili and then quick eat and the hurry. chili. We're all so hungry. Right. 
Letting it simmer as it did for an extra two hours. Oh, God. It makes a big difference. So good. And it was such a difference. Yeah. Anything that you can let simmer for a while, it's always amazing. It's funny because, you know, it's like the winter, you know, Sunday bolo, you know, you cook that thing down for hours and hours because you're letting all of the liquid, you're cooking all the liquid down. Right. And so that gets super intensified and I get used to that with that, but I don't think about it. I mean, chili is basically a different form of bolo, if you will. It really is. It's very close. Beans, I, no beans? Yeah, be, uh, lots of beans. Ah, a good. bunch of beans. Nice. Yeah, and just I just do ground beef. I don't do like big yeah. chunks of stewed meats sure. or things. I like that better. Yeah, I do too. It's And I don't know, it's just the way I grew up or whatever. Right. But I also definitely use the fattier meat, the ground beef. When people are like the 90%, I'm like, that's not no, for chili. you don't want that for chili. You want some really you good some like 80, 85. Flavor, yeah. yes. Um, and I don't need to blot it with a towel or anything to get it off. Um <laughs> But I got to tell you that, like, I put garam masala and cinnamon in it, and oh, sure, that's yeah. kind of my jam. That's it's, kind of a Cincinnati chili well, I, it's not. It's, I mean, they don't use no garam masala, but yeah. they, warm. they've got some warm they spices. They do. There's just also sweet, though. They put sugar with their cinnamon oh, yeah. in there, oh, and yeah, that's yeah, not okay. Yeah. I do, like, a dash of cinnamon, some garam masala. I did a little bit of, uh, I don't think I did turmeric, but I did... Um, I mean, I, you know, lots of different things mm-hmm. in there. Lots right. of things. Oh, that sounds so delightful. Yeah. And so then because of that, and then the, like the long simmering and the cooking mm-hmm. down, it's like that got into such a dusky, beautiful thing. Oh did, my God. Did you pour it over a hot dog? I did not. Spaghetti? No, we yeah. just do chips. <laughs> we just dip the chips in there. Yum. Dip with that chips. That sounds good. Maybe I know. I'll do something like that tonight. I know. And then I made like a massive amount of it so that I would have it for the next couple, you know. That would probably be a great Instant Pot yeah. thing too. But see, and here's no. the thing about that. I this is the only thing about the instant pot is that I still like to see my food. It is really hard because it's such a it's a sealed environment. Yeah, yeah? and because I can't see it, and can't I also can't. Yeah, and I like to season sometimes as I go. If it's getting too Do it thick, all the time. I dump in a little bit. I dump in a little right? bit of beer. Yeah. So yeah, that's my gig. All right, Meredith, right. thanks for being here. Hey, thanks, thanks for, for checking me. out. This is fun. You guys follow Meredith on Instagram. I put a link up on the on the on the uh, Facebook page and just go have the best cooking day. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy the snow. Do it. Ciao, ciao, everybody.